Good morning. Good morning. I'm so excited for today's episode. This one was one that like, I guess caught me by surprise a little bit. Mm -hmm. I was expecting great conversation, but just everything that happened during this episode, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so beautiful. Today's episode is with Victoria Clemens and she owns Just Love Coffee in Fayetteville. Yes. And Just Love is a franchise and she will explain the whole story, but she has memorable experiences from going to these coffee shops. And it's just so inspiring to hear her story about how um, they started their business. And my favorite aspect about it is that you don't have to wait to leave your full-time job mm-hmm. in order to start a business. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of Morgan, mm-hmm. right? You can still have a full-time job and still pursue a passion that you have and the fact that she even did it and is still doing it and she's not even local <laughs> to it. I know the story is wild. Right. And we were like surprised as she's telling us, we're like, wait, you're still active duty army right now. Mm-hmm. And she's, I mean, she's a badass. Yeah. She's rad. Yeah, she really is. And her story is really inspiring. It is. So I won't give that away, but um, it's just incredible how people can take things from their past and, use it to shape them into something better. Yeah. Um, so many people just get stuck in a rut, um, and often fall back on that. But when you can use that to fuel you to help other people, it's always inspiring. Oh man. And she's doing that. I don't know if you've looked at her social media, but they're just so involved in the community and it's so cool to watch how it's all transpired from their launch and everything. So we'll save you all the details just yes. listen in because you're going to be really inspired and it's a just a beautiful story yep. so enjoy victoria i'm sarah i'm caitlin two women discussing all things in business welcome to she's, she's the, the boss, boss. So welcome all the way from Fayetteville. Thank all the you. way. All the way. Like literally it was a drive. Yeah. It does You know feel what? Long. I feel like I was getting more nervous the closer I got. I oh, was no. like, oh no. Why are you no, nervous this about? This is good. This is, this is my first podcast. Well, welcome. Yeah. First time ever podcast. So this is great to be here. Into Thank the you. pod portal we go. Yes. <laughs> Headphones on. Yeah. Well, it's great. Well, we're super happy to have you here. As you know, we love coffee. Well, yes. I love coffee. I love coffee, too. Yes. Yeah. My so. kids are not allowed to talk to me until I've had <laughs> That's right. And coffee. we just love coffee. So <laughs> Weird, right? It might be branding thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So. It's good to be here. So yes. thank you for the coffee. No, you're <laughs> yes, welcome. Yes, this is amazing. I figured, I was like, you know what? It's an early morning. We're going to start around 10. We can still use some coffee. They've probably already had it. Hey, there's nothing wrong with the second round. I this have. good. Since uh, 5.50 a.m. this morning. Really? Is that bad? Okay. okay. <laughs> so this is like third or fourth keep this round. party going. We're, yeah. like, we're going to be like, Caitlin, stop talking. <laughs> I know. You can just cut me off. Oh I'm not God. manic, but you know I've said before. Like, I like to, be to just right there. border. Borderline. Uh-huh. That's where I live. That's my comfort yeah. zone. <laughs> I love that, too. I feel like I'm just, and it's probably so terrible. It keeps you for alive. you. But yeah, I feel like I am on I am on it. <laughs> and then do you just like crash later? Uh, no, no, I try to drink a ton of water. 
Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's the secret. It's the hydration piece too. So get the water in. Yes, but don't dilute it too much. <laughs> yeah. Get the water in. So no. Yeah, I spend my afternoons just hydrating water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. It's a good mix. It's a good mix. Borderline manic. Lots of water. Yep. <laughs> so I'm drinking lumberjack mm-hmm. coffee. Tell us what all is in this one. Oh my goodness. So it's pumpkin. So we actually make it in house. It's real pumpkin. You make. Yes, the staff. We get it. We. I can't tell you the secret way of how we do it, but we get it pureed. Mm-hmm. And then that's the flavor you're tasting in it with some nutmeg, some milk, some extra shot. I think I gave you an extra shot in that oh, one. Oh, I'm going to be <laughs> But really yeah, it is up. super delicious. <laughs> and I'm actually surprised that it's doing so well. We just launched it last week and it's been it's been doing well. But I think you have our bestseller. Which is the white chocolate. Tiramisu. Tiramisu. Who knew Fayetteville would be on the bougie level a little bit. But yeah. they love it. They love it. Well, I like the lumberjack because a lot of times the pumpkin, like when you get pumpkin spice, anything, it is so strong. It's and overwhelming. Super sweet. Yes. Yeah. Super sweet or like, yeah, either the nutmeg or they put some ginger in it yep. sometimes yeah. or something. And I'm like, whew, that is too much. But yeah. this is like just, it's just enough. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm glad you do because we tried a couple uh, things to the recipe and I think get, you can get it warm or hot. Right. So I think we got it. You can taste it a little bit more uh, when it's colder. Mm. So maybe you are going to like it hot because it is a little overwhelming because once you add the ice, you kind of have to deal with the water piece. But I'm glad you like that. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. OK. Yeah. So get it hot. There you go. <laughs> Which well, we can do because it's like I mean, it was like 53 degrees. This I know. Yeah. What? Yeah. The weather is definitely changing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is exciting. Okay, great. So <laughs> let's hear. Um, I have so many questions oh, that I'm going to have to pull up. Let's on my, do oh, it. Oh, you got <laughs> I was going to take a video um, of all of our drinks. Oh, yeah. It, I mean, par for the course, right? This uh, is how it normally is. Sarah has 18,000 drinks and uh, I've got my seats. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, is that water? What's in What's in there? So <laughs> in my protein shake. Oh, so you've got protein shake, coffee, Mimosa and water. water. That's that's a good lineup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and my protein shake has my collagens and my seeds for cycle syncing. Oh, look that at that! Supposed to be doing. You are a star student. I am. You yes, really are. Yeah. I do suck up. Yeah. <laughs> I made it. <laughs> I made it. Oh yes. my gosh! So you just opened. Mm-hmm. A little over a week ago, right? Yes, that's correct. And here you are sitting on a podcast outside of your business, yep. like an hour and 15 minutes away. Yeah, because you guys are amazing. But, <laughs> but on your business runs. Yeah. Which is wild. I just yeah. want you to yep. know that that is a big deal, that you it can is. step out of a service-related industry yeah. to come hang out on a podcast yeah. on a Tuesday morning. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know why? Yeah, I want to hear. It's because we have the most phenomenal team. It took us a while to pick them. I think it took us about 80 days to pick 30 people. Yeah. And But you have a staff of 30 people. We have a staff of 30. Let's oh, open wow. a coffee shop <laughs> with a giant staff. It to is. Tell us, it Victoria. Is, it is amazing just the human beings that work there. Every single one of them are like super passionate about their community. A lot of them came out of COVID, and that was like one of the first questions they asked. It was like, what are we doing with the community? I got it. We're going to be selling coffee. We're going to have food. But I came out of COVID, and I want to do a little bit more than just clocking in and clocking out. And so as we started like screening people to come in, 
we started to ask them like, hey, when was the last time you did something for your community? When was the last time you did an outreach one? And so the people you see in there, they're so amazing. And that's why I'm able to like leave the office, leave the store and have it run on its own because we're all vested, right? So it's like, it's a staffing It'll make or break any business. And I think we struck gold. For <laughs> sure. sure. Yeah. So yeah. now Just Love Coffee, mm-hmm. um, you had gone into one in yes. Tennessee. Yes. And that was the I first did. time that you had been exposed to yes. the brand. Yep. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that experience and uh, then kind of how everything came to fruition. Oh, my gosh. So this was like six years ago. I was like driving because you guys know I'm still in the military. So I'm like driving to my next duty assignment and I stop in Nashville and I walk into this just love and the customer service was great. The service was great. The food was good. The coffee was even better, but it was just something about how warm they were. They were just very Mm -hmm. attentive. They probably knew I'd been driving for like eight hours and they just (laughs) was like making recommendations of things to try and I was like I have a long drive they made extra recommendations for extra shot and that was it that was my interaction with them I ate it just stuck with me and then I got back in the car and I was like wow that was really good to Mm. like stop in Tennessee and enjoy this which is not a typical experience no I don't no it's not that I can remember anywhere because I used to make that drive to Campbell all the time because Luke was stationed there for three years and I can't remember where I would stop. No. And I stopped (laughs) through places, you know, as I drive, but it was, it just stuck with me. Two years later, I'm driving from North Carolina going to be stationed in Texas. And I see a sign that says like, just love. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm going crazy. Have I been here before? Have I not? (laughs) So I go inside and it looks completely different. But there was something still familiar. It was just the kind, warm gestures, the staff, the culture that was in there. And so I just asked him, I was like, hey, look, did you guys do like a remodeling or is there like another, <laughs> like just love somewhere yeah. else? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, it's a chain. We're only based in Tennessee. And the first thing that came to mind after spending so much time at Fort Liberty, previously known as Fort, Fort Bragg, was like, I would love to bring something like this to the area. We have a lot of wonderful people. It's a mm-hmm. great community. And I would love to bring something like this where you can go and just connect with people or yourself, right? Or just meet with friends. But the food's good and just people want you there. And so I just asked um, asked a manager for the owner's information, reached out to the owner. The owner passed me on to Rob Webb, who's a CEO, and at the time, they just didn't have the supply chain to make it all the way to North Carolina. He's like, when was this? This was, oh my gosh, this was four years ago. Okay. <laughs> this was four years ago. And uh, so, so right just, before COVID? Yeah, right, right. That's the story. So right before COVID, he called, I, we talked and he said, we just don't have the supply chain to make it out there. We're very serious about our brand and our quality of our products. They roast in Tennessee and they ship to our stores. And so he was like, but if we can work it, you'll be the first one on the list. And then he called and then COVID happened. I was like, okay. oh my gosh. Yeah. And Meanwhile, so we waited. you're yeah. active duty. I'm still active duty. And I just went on to my next duty assignment. <laughs> were you even thinking logistically, like, how would I do this? Or were you just like, yeah, I should do this. Yeah, that's it. I'm telling you when you, I, I feel like when you find something that you're made for or something that picks you, you don't really think too much about how everything will work. You just have this vision of the future where it works. And I think that's what happens. You end up working to it. 
Um, I don't know if you guys have seen The Secret or like just really looking about the laws of attraction. There's a lot of things that happen. And oftentimes we just stress ourselves out about the inner workings of everything. Mm -hmm. Right. You're just like, hey, my intentions are good. I want a place in Fayetteville that can allow people to have a safe space where they can meet. They can connect on a human level. And that's what I want for the future. If I could do it, that's what I would do. And then you just work towards it. It's all in a day's work, right? Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I thought about the logistics. My husband thought about the I was logistics. About to ask. He was like, I always crazy. ask about the husband. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was like, okay, listen, he's like my number one fan and he absolutely like loves me and believes in the dream. He is believes he in us. He's active duty as he well. He is also active. Okay. You guys aren't busy. And so right, exactly. Like nothing to do. <laughs> but he was just like, How would that work? Like Will you be in a store every day? And, you know, there's some things we've learned from the military in terms of team building and building teams sure. that is still true in every industry. Yep. And so I knew, like, it would take a while selecting the team, and I think we did okay. Yeah. So, but, yeah, so COVID happened, and we just couldn't open the store, and we couldn't work anything out. And during COVID, we thought a lot about it. And then as we were coming out of it, we started negotiating on that space in Freedom Parkway. So doing COVID after COVID, from the time we signed the contract to the time we opened, it was like two years wow. to the day. Yeah. So it took a while. And it gave us time to yep. really think about the concept and how we could make it community-based. So I think the verdict is still out, but I think we're doing okay. <laughs> the verdict is still out. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, how does a franchise filter that down, you know, from the culture that you noticed at both coffee shops that yeah. you went to? Because, you know, most of us go to a coffee shop and they're just, you know, they're busy. grinding. It's they're grinding, busy. They're yeah. just trying to get the drinks in and yep. out. So how how does your franchise filter that down from the top? It starts with the owners. Right. So, number one, they do a really good job at vetting who mm. would be a good advocate for the brand and the culture right they're not yeah it's for profit right it's easy to give a franchise to sell a franchise to anyone because they have the money but one thing that corporate and rob and his team do is they screen you they want to make sure you're very serious about your community they want to make sure you're very serious about human beings they want to make sure you're serious about the food the quality of food the quality of the service once you demonstrate that that's you have to go through all that before they even think about, can you financially afford it? So that, and then once they do the screening, they select the right people, then they start with the owner's training. We spent a day in the roastery. We spent a day at different stores that are already open. We talked about the core values, the non-negotiables, the things that if you are very serious about building a connected community, the traits and the things that need to be in there right so we go through all of that and you actually get to see other franchisees demonstrate that it's hard work and then you get to have some breathing time for you to decide do i really want to commit to this or not mm -hmm. so they they really go through that and the same thing for the owners same thing for the leadership so lexi our manager spent almost a month in tennessee going through the same training Mm -hmm. Our shift leaders spent two and a half weeks in Tennessee going through the same training. So by the time we start looking for applicants, the leadership have already understood what that culture is going to be. And then they work towards that. Yeah. Right. That's amazing so, that they yeah. provide that for they your do. team as well. They do. Up front and before you even open. Right. We've spent years 
building that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. From the ground up. Yeah. Where we are there. Yep. Hustling, you know, hiring the right people. Yeah. And that's the beauty of a franchise is yeah. like he's already hustled and figured he it knows all out. That. Yeah. Not that you're not hustling. Yeah. Oh, no. But it's no. very different it's when proven. you can say here's the formula for success. Do you believe in this? Is yep. your heart in this? Yep. And then you're like, heck yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I you can do. run with it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So yeah. And it's in Nashville too. Like the headquarters is in that area. So Lexi, Alexis and Vanessa, they loved going of over. Course, they're, they're like, like oh, send us have, there more. We have training to do. And I'm like, you guys are downtown Nashville. You just, I asked you to send me pictures of employee training and you just sent me a picture down at the, like the music museum. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is well, not they have training. To, taking the culture there. <laughs> exactly. You know? They're like, it's team building. Yeah. yeah. I feel like no. Lexi is a very Nashville name. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> that is her place of to be. Of course. Of course. So when you're just started, like, how did you find them? Uh, oh my gosh. So we went through just a hiring process of saying, Hey, we're hiring managers and we got quite a few people that were interested just with, on indeed or we Facebook went through, or... we went through hire me. Mm-hmm. It's a talent pool. So it pulls from all the social medias, indeed, all of the websites where you would submit an application. It pulls you in, you go in and you tell them exactly what you're looking for. The kind of, persona you're looking for to work in your store and it gives them uh like a code like a number a percentage so i have a hundred percent and it'll look at your profile it'll look at your qualifications your availability how far close you are to the store and it'll say she's a 65 percent do you want to talk to this person dating app it really is Mm. it really is so it's really so we got yeah so we got a lot of these applicants that came in and then we started the the interview process and Lexi comes on. I was in Turkey at the time. And so we're doing all we this. We want to hear about that. I know. We'll come back <laughs> so, to that. So we're like, uh, we're, so we're doing all these uh, interviews through video. And she pops on. And I, you know, she does her introduction. And then she just starts off with like, we're all people, right? Like we're going to make mistakes. But at the end of the day, we have to look at the people that are working in the store and try to figure out what is going on in their lives and how we can help them be better, live better, be healthier, and then they can be as productive as they want to be. And she said that and it just stuck with me. I was like, she's already my favorite. I started giving her a score. And we talked about that. Yeah, I mean, she had the technical expertise. She's been in the food service industry for like 20 years, so she gets that. But one thing that was very unique about her, and you know, in the Army we call it like the soft skills, is that she's not all about the number. She can get the numbers all day. But she's not driven by the number. She looks at the number as this number represents a human being, Mm -hmm. right? And if there's a way I can teach this human being to be a lot more productive within a four-hour period, that's what I want to focus on as opposed to this is what you're supposed to do and this is what you didn't do. So I like that she's patient and she's, she's just crushing it. She loves people, right? And so that comes through. And how she interacts with people. And it came through doing when we brought her on and she started taking over like interviews. I was like, thank God we have someone that can do interviews. Mm-hmm. And she hired she hired some really good people. Good. I'm so impressed. Like every time I come in there and I'm like, oh, Lexi brought this one. Oh, my gosh. I love Ace. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So awesome. she's yeah, she's good. Uh, but that's how we found them. They just they applied and we just went through all the applications and we talked to all of them. And then we had 
like top 10. And then Lexi just kept coming back up. We would ask her something technical. She had it. And then we'll ask her something soft. She had it. And she loves animals. She has, like, she's a dog lover. So it's great. It was great. She was like, Checked oh, all we your could boxes. have dogs over all the time. And I was like, Lexi's a one. Like, I, everyone else, they're great. They have so much more experience than she does. Um, and they have bigger dreams than we even thought about. But at the end of the day, um, a lot of the stuff in the store is really for the employees. Yep. The bright colors you see in there, it's it's for you guys. It's for it's for the customers. But we did a lot of research on, you know, like coffee shops, how dark they can be. Mm-hmm. And if we're working eight hours a day, six hours a day for two years, three years, psychologically, it starts to affect you. It affects your mood. And so it's super bright in there. We're like mm-hmm. a fishbowl. And so we, we did a lot of thinking and putting things in a store that was good for the employees, like the fatigue mats, right? Because they're constantly going back and forth. Behind. No one sees it. So you have the freedom to do that with the franchise. They're not like, oh, it needs that's to be this beauty. look. No, that's okay. the beauty. Focus on the quality of the service. Focus on the quality of the food. How you contextualize that for your community, wow. uh, it's up to you. That's right? awesome. And so that's that's great. Right? Yeah, that's wonderful that you have yeah. that ability as a business owner to create the vision that you want. Yep. You know, you've got the solid branding piece yeah. as far as yeah. the culture and the community yeah. and hiring and the team and all that. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, I get to make and this what I want it to be. And you can make it community-based. And so every Just Love looks different. There's not a single Just Love coffee that looks identical. Okay. That's so why you were all, like, uh, yeah, yeah, that's the same place. That's that's rebrand what's I'm, happening. I was literally thinking like, oh my gosh, I'm going crazy. <laughs> this is the moment where I have lost my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, they all look different. All the owners have different vision, different tastes. Their communities are different and they make it community based. So. Mm-hmm. And even for our store, like people were voting on like what wallpaper they like the best. So it's good to see it actually like in person or like the T-shirts they'll vote on it. So, yeah, it, it was. Uh, yeah, it was good. Everyone kind of chipped in and gave feedback on the polls. So, yeah. And you started yeah. your social media long before you guys. Opened. We did. Yeah, we did. We started social media, engaging with the community. We started we do have a community engagement coordinator, Alex. And so she was out there. We started pulling hours out there. So like. The store wasn't open, but we were trying to be as active as we could be. So, yeah. Well, community yeah. was the focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure that helped a ton in spreading the word and what you guys were all about. So by the time that you had your grand opening, I mean, have you guys yeah. just been slammed? So we only had our soft opening. That was okay, the hardest soft your... opening. We That's haven't right. had our grand opening yet. Yeah. So that was the hardest soft opening we've ever seen one of my but grand openings on the 23rd <laughs> oh, really? and she posted a picture she's like trying a new place and she had like the waffles yeah. and they were all looking good and yes um yeah and she posted a picture of it and i'm like yep i'd leave it to lisa to <laughs> go find, go find new. the new yeah. coffee shop yeah. yeah yeah grand openings on saturday but um but yeah we we started engaging with the community but what you guys didn't see was that it helped us get through the days that we were just down, right? Mm-hmm. When you're doing construction from start, there's so many delays. There's so many reasons why things can't happen. I know. And that you never even thought of. And you're no, like, that you never. Like, that wire no, no, can't go yeah. there. Why? Like, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> the plan. Oh, you had this plan six months ago. Yeah. Why? But it was so good to get <clears throat> so much encouragement from the community. 
We thought we were just engaging with the community. We thought, wait, we're just letting you guys know we're coming. We're going to love on you. And then doing those like down times, we were getting more messages about motivation. And that's exactly what the staff needed to like keep pushing and getting in there and like staying focused and knowing like it'll happen. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think the community knows, but like those messages that were coming in, like, hey, we drove by the store um you know we're rooting for you guys we can't wait for it to open they meant a lot to us yeah and we were we were all getting that in home base that's our group where we communicate and it was like everyone was just dropping in and like oh my god and all the hearts were like popping in yeah. the group and i was like we needed this <laughs> and then we'll go back and cry so <laughs> i have a, right? fi- a financial question about that and you don't have to answer it if yeah. you want to but when you have the staff before you're even open and making money <laughs> yeah yeah do you pay them out of your own pocket or I does did. yeah yeah john and i did and you know what um they knew they believed in us before we were able to open our doors and we set aside funds, obviously, with what construction was going to look like and what um, the overhead and the cost of labor was going to look like. But when you're getting a delay for 90 days, for 120 days, mm-hmm. you predict something, but you're not thinking, I'm going to be delayed six months. Right, because right? they had to keep and so, you. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> and so John and I sat down one evening and we were just like, hey, we've got some of the best people. They have obviously given up their jobs because they want to come and work at Just Love. Do you allow them to leave or do we have the funds to make way to pay them? And so we paid them. We paid them and they would come in and they would look at, they would be all on the construction crew, like, hey, get to work because they knew that (laughs) we were going to honor our promise to them. And that's why we're able to do what we're doing is that they knew before the doors were open, they were on our staff We've got the OGs, that's what they call themselves. But yeah, we were paying them. We paid them out of pocket. But yeah. Yeah. And that'll help with your retention and it it will. Because they know we have their best interests. It's it's very easy to say, you know, the store's not open. I'm sorry, you can go find another job. That's right. another level of stress on a family that's unwarranted, right? Because they believed in your dream. Mm-hmm. And so we understood that. And if we were in their shoes, I think um we would want someone to take care of us, especially if we believed in it. And so we have a coffee cart, and that's how we started even making more money before the store was open. We'd had oh. a coffee cart. We did, like, Pride Fest. We started doing festivals, and they were out there having a ball. Yeah. And then all that money that was coming back, they were making a lot of money and tips, too. <laughs> sure. And then that money that was coming back was going directly to the staff, and so it worked. So we found other sustainable ways to deal with the delays yeah. right so but yeah and that's the creative side of this is yeah. to get resourceful and yeah. figure out a way when the unexpected comes up yeah and not only now do you preach that you're all about community but yeah. they know that you walk the talk yeah no you are about community yeah. because you're going to figure out a way to make sure to yeah, keep your exactly. people and it's so important mm-hmm. and we had no idea we would love the cart concept, right? Because it's very easy. Not everyone has time to leave the office or if they're out and about and they want a good cup of coffee, it's like hand-brewed coffee right there on a cart that you can get. And so we're going to keep that. We're booked for like all of October and we're just doing like small businesses now. We'll set up in your break room or like a school and they just come down and get their coffee and like... Do you travel to more (laughs) county? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we 
just travel. love Fayetteville yeah. and Southern Pines. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it has a ring to it. It does. <laughs> it's very long. It's very long. It does. So now that was like something that just came out of <clears throat> necessity. Yeah. Right. And it's like, how do you think creative? How do you bring money in and cover costs for the staff? And now it's like, we're literally like, we have no room. Like we can't. Mm. But yeah, we'll just, we just come up. We set up in your break room or whatever space you have. We've got a barista and they're just brewing away and teachers will just come down, get their coffee, go back to class. It's so easy. And they can't leave like the principal for Pine Forest, like high school was the first one to like tap into that was like, hey, I love my teachers. I think they're doing a fantastic job. I want to find a way to be to just tell them, hey, I appreciate you, but I can't afford for them to leave in the middle of the day. And we just right. set up. They just calm down. And yeah. there's something to, to be said about, yeah. you know, night quote nice coffee it's yeah. better than just like the brewed <laughs> coffee in the break room. yeah you yeah, know what exactly. i mean that is nice you're talking handcrafted right so yep you're and talking. with love yeah you know Lots somebody is doing I, this and it's a whole experience yeah. versus like let me get my i love teachers coffee cup and yep. pour my cup of coffee and walk <laughs> yeah, back to my yeah, classroom yeah. which is great yeah you know if that's what you have i mean we have that at if the that's school, what you have but, and that's what you have but it's great. Yeah, it's a good experience. Yeah. So I'm curious, being active duty military, how long yeah. have you been in? I've been in 20 years. Okay. <laughs> so that's a pivotal time. It, is. it really is. Do you love what you do? Oh, my gosh. That's why I'm not retired yet. Okay. It's because I absolutely love being in the military. Uh, it was a saving grace for my husband and I. Uh, he's been in over 20 years. We've you know, made contact with, with just so many wonderful people in the last 20 years that have just very kind, right? They'll bring you in, they'll teach you what to do, and they invest in you as mentors. And so even for us now, it's like we're at the point where we're able to help people in the military. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and so we're just having a hard time letting go. And I don't think we're going to let go. <laughs> so how is that all working? Uh, it's working. I, I mean, oh, it is. Clearly. Yes, but like how <laughs> time management wise, it's, that is what the job do you do? That is the secret. So <laughs> for the, allowed you to open this wonderful so, business. So I, I will say uh, I had to, I got assignment orders to Turkey to be, to work in NATO as a, operations officer it's like a plans officer so i do planning and then people execute and then i would manage the plans within the first 24 hours and it's nato so there's a lot going on but it was a blessing in disguise right because we had construction going on about six weeks before i got on the plane to turkey and i was just like oh my goodness we do have a general contractor but there's nothing like the owner and their investment right, and right. the vision because people make mistakes, but it worked out because I would work a full day in Turkey and I would get off work around 4.35 p.m. And as I'm getting off work, everyone is yeah. waking up here in the right. States. And so my schedule was I would get off work 4.35. I would take a nap for about an hour, <laughs> sometimes an hour and a half. <laughs> and I listen, I live for my naps, right? Yeah. So I would take my naps to about seven and around seven, I would get up. That's when I start all my meetings for the day. So you'd would be work. working. Yeah, I would work till like 12, 30, 1 o'clock in the morning. I would bed down. And then I would wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning, go to the gym, get up and go to work again and do it again. But it was a schedule and the nap saved me. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah that was smart. But yeah, that's that's really, that's that's how it worked. Yeah. That <laughs> is crazy. I, I don't think there, well, I maybe there are many people who are starting a business 
as active duty service members, but most of the people that we have talked to are military spouses. And so they have that safety net of their husband's stable job and income and all of that, which is so helpful. And the two of you have that. But what you don't get is the freedom of time necessarily. And that, that is the trade that time, space, and just the resources, right? So John and I, we, we can afford to be as creative as we want to be. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the one thing that is not reusable is that time. So we're very particular about how we use our time, where we use our time, and we are very organized. Like our family's crazy. Like we've got a family calendar and our son is like throwing his stuff on there. We're throwing stuff on there for the mm-hmm. dogs. John's throwing. And then we do like calendar syncs, like family mm-hmm. syncs on Sundays. Like as we're How eating breakfast. He's 15. Okay. Yeah. So now he helps. He's a, he's a little bit older, but we're very particular about like time management and how efficient you can be with this one hour you have. Right. Like I knew I would get off work and I need a nap to be focused and to get my mind right. I don't want to work as I'm like super tired Mm -hmm. Mm because you're not as productive. So I knew I had to take a power nap. And then once I get up, I'm refreshed and I'm ready to go. So that's how that, that's how it is. But time management is extremely important. We don't waste our time. And do you Uh, have flexibility to kind of make your schedule with the military a little bit? Because with a coffee shop, you know, you think morning hours and then, but most military jobs are also during that time. Right. Or is it just because you don't have to be there in person all the time? No, I don't have to be there in person all the time. That's why it kind of goes back to Mm -hmm. the team you make, you build, will like make or break you. Right. And it is a true testament of that, like that happening and me, me being able to actually get out of the store and go talk to the community while I'm on leave. My next assignment, I'll be working in the Pentagon uh, with the Secretary of the Army no uh, as a strategist, deal. but no big deal. Um, so I'm not going to have the time that I have now while I'm on leave for three weeks. As I'm coming back from Turkey, you get some time off and then you, you check into the Pentagon. So this week, what I'm doing is like I'm validating our processes, right? Our opening checklist that we have. There, because not every just love is the same. Not every just love's got a drive-through, a patio, a dine-in, third-party order. So we've listed out the things that are crucial to do in the morning when you open and when you close. And that's what I'm going through this week with like the leaders. It's mm-hmm. like making sure we understand it. We already know how to get our supply chain, our operations. It's on lock. Um, they've been doing this for 14, 13 days now. And then with the training. And so we're still looking at what we need to do better. But that's what I'm always. doing as the, all the, the time. Yeah, and that. we always appreciate the feedback of yes. like, hey, you could do this, you could do that. So we take those. And that's what I'm doing this week is I'm going through these things that we've listed out that are like critical things we must do to allow us to have a good day. Right. And serve the community. And I'm just going through it with all the owners and uh, all the I call them owners, <laughs> but like all of the leaders and I'm there doing open and then I come back doing the close and I'm there midday. And so I'm watching it. I feel very confident that they have it. Mm-hmm. And so I, I don't want to hover. Right. So I come in there and I just high five and <laughs> check in with them and see how they're doing. Some of them have, you know, they have big goals. So we want to make sure like they're still on track, like mm-hmm. we're not distracting them from their goals. And that's it. That's all I'm doing. That's yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> no big deal. It's all in a day's work. Then I'll just go to the Pentagon. That's I know. Fine. <laughs> no, I am like, 
sitting here blown oh, away right it's now. It's crazy. People always say that. And I'm like, I don't. It's normal for like like, that. This is my life. No, it's just all in a day's work. (laughs) So, are you going to get like an apartment up there? I did. Okay. Yeah, they picked up my household goods yesterday. Oh, and uh, how are you yep, just the truck cool was as a there. cucumber? Or do you just like one day at a time it? She drinks a lot of coffee. I drink a lot of <laughs> coffee. Borderline Remember we manic. Borderline manic, right. not over top. There's I a lot. Yeah. Ladies, there's that line. And you know that I line. Know it. I know it for sure. <laughs> it's like if you do too much, yeah. then you're going to be crazy, right? Yep. If you do too mm-hmm. little, you don't have enough like perk to go through mm-hmm. it. You find the line and you stay there. Mm-hmm. So does your son go with you or does he stay here with your husband? He's going to go with me. So that's the thing. So I'm going to take the human and I'm going to take the cat <laughs> and my husband's going to take the dogs and I'm taking my plants with me. So where's your husband? Is he staying here? He's staying here. He'll okay. join us next summer. Okay. So he's wrapping up his time as the uh, G1 head HR guy for 18 Airborne Corps. And then he'll join us. So Wow. <laughs> yeah. It's all in the day's work. Yeah. yeah. I can see how you would. And especially after 20 years, yeah. you've grown up. In yeah, the military. I have. You joined when? Both of us have. I joined at 17, 17. almost 18. Yeah. So yeah. So that that is like a story for another day. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'd love to hear it. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it, it probably ties into so much of what you do and who you are. How yeah. could it not? Yeah. Like I said, yeah, you grew sure. up in the military. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm curious, literally growing up, like your adolescence, yeah. where did you grow up? Oh my gosh. So you're the first one that have ever inquired about this. Oh, really? So, I can't be the first one. Well, on a podcast or anything uh, that's not just me connecting one-on-one with someone. Oh, sure. See, we yeah. always ask because it yeah. may, I mean, that's what formed you. Yeah. You know? and those are, those are foundational years. So my family's originally from Liberia. It's in West Africa. I was born in 84 and the civil war broke out in 89. Wow. You're doing the math, right? (laughs) And so we had to get out of there. So we spent about 10 years as like individually displaced people all along the coast of West Africa. And then we made it here to the U.S. in 1999. And so every refugee camp you can possibly think about that was on that coast, we probably lived through there. Right. And so we made it here in 99. And it's so crazy. My family fought so hard. You're going to make to me give cry. Us, I know. <laughs> I was trying not to even get there. I get so emotional. It's like funny. every time. This is a really important I, part of who you are. Yeah, yeah. it really is. Um, and so we fought really hard to get here. And I, we got here. I was in high school. Close to graduation and 9-11 happened. Mm. And I thought about the soldiers that helped us out mm. and how important it was. And I said, I'm going to join. And my family lost their mind. They're like, we spent so long, 10 years, trying to get you out of a war zone. Right. And you're going to go right back in. <laughs> right. Right. And so I said, oh, no, they're going to send me to Hawaii. I was lying. <laughs> <laughs> I was 100% lying. Um, I joined at 18. As soon as I graduated, I joined. My first assignment was Texas. Hmm. And they were deploying within four months. Mm-hmm. And I found myself in Iraq as an 18-year-old, but helping, you know. And it was just, it was so important for me to do. And I look back on that, and that's why I'm having a hard time leaving the Army. Yeah. I can leave if I want to. We're doing really well. Yeah. <laughs> but the mission the Army does and the mission 
they do on a daily basis, it's not all about killing. And most people don't see a lot of what the army does on a human level, mm-hmm. right? If it wasn't for the military, if it wasn't for the United Nations, or just the, the uniform people that were on the ground creating safe passages for us to get through one country to the next, I don't think we would have made it. And so my last assignment in Turkey, I was there doing the earthquake. It was so important to be on the ground. And so, yeah, that's why I'm having a hard time. But yeah. no one's ever asked me this question. Now yeah. I'm crying. So. Well, I think, you uh, know, everybody has such yeah. a, a story, whether it's, you know, a, a really in-depth, made you who you are, yeah. you know, in this really big way like yours is. Or it's yeah. like, you know, my parents were, you know, we grew up really hard and we couldn't we yeah. didn't have food all the time. You know, some everybody There's has something. something that shaped us. Yeah. And when you go through things and hardships and you are exposed to so much with your developing brain, you take things away from that, that allow you to either be successful or 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 not. not. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and so many people don't make it out of that cusp. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, but yeah, what's, you know, funny is a lot of people see a lot of military people, especially a lot of the, the men and, you know, within, our community, we have tons of special operations mm-hmm. and you see them as these like big, big tough macho, guys tough, that sure. do all this stuff. They and, are human. And they are the most sensitive, yeah, the loving, most caring people, <laughs> caring people. I have one at home. I know. I know. Me they too. They really are. And I'm like, you are so much more sensitive they than really me. They really are. <laughs> they really are. They know it takes a lot to be strong. And if you want to be in that space where it's human and human and you can care for someone, you have Mm -hmm. to survive. And so they develop those skills. But at the end of the day, they're just caring people who want to put themselves in harm way to save another human. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And like my husband explains, having to emotionally detach in order to do that. Yeah. Because he's like, I can't let my emotions get in the way when I'm doing this in yeah. order to mm-hmm. <laughs> respond you appropriately. Can't, you, can't, yeah. you can't. Yeah. But then you guys have to carry that burden yeah. and deal with it at some point, yeah. which, yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. No, because thank you. Th- and I thought we were going to talk coffee. We are, <laughs> but that, but that plays yeah. into why you chose this type of culture. Yeah. You chose a, not just a regular coffee shop. Yeah. Right. You yeah. chose one focused on community, focused mm-hmm. on caring yeah. and why you're taking care of your staff as well. Yep. Yep. So. And you guys will see the Ukraine effort out there. They send aid to Ukraine every day. They'll be out there for our grand opening and we'll be donating any food items, bring it out and they will, they will use all of that. So there's a lot more than just serving coffee every day. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. I have a few logistical questions about it. Um, so how do you choose community organ? Like, do you have the freedom again in that as a franchise or is it, you know, from the higher ups, if we work with these international organizations or can you say, Hey, there is this small group in my community. I really want to work with. Uh, it's all based on the owners. The right. owners get to decide and that's, Part of the owners demonstrating their ability to make good decisions for their communities is start before we even agree to do the franchise. Mm -hmm. And so by the time they allow you to do the franchise, they're trusting that you've already demonstrated that and that you're going to take care of your community. And so, yeah, so we work with local 
organizations. And then one thing I did that's a little different from the other Just Loves is we hired that community engagement coordinator. Because the amount of time that I would want to put into it, I can't do it. Right. That's a it's lot of time. So job the next, Yeah. The <laughs> next best thing is to hire someone who's just as passionate about the community and fills that role and is done in a professional manner. The screening is done and then we communicate with people that way. And that's been helpful for us because then we're not just focusing on the operations piece. You'll never see Alex like in a store unless she's like dropping something off or checking on someone. Mm -hmm. She's always like out there outside of the the shop. So that helps. Do you donate a portion of proceeds or you, you do different fundraisers? How does it all work? We do. So we do different fundraisers for this, um, grand opening, a certain portion of our proceeds will go to the Catholic charities. Uh, they provide like essential needs for people like in Raleigh area, all the way down to where we are. They'll be there in the afternoon. And then a certain amount will also go to the Ukraine effort as we're raising money or we're raising foods. They also sell like bracelets. So that'll be out there for customers. So we do that. And then as a company here, we are part of the B1G1 initiative. It's like buy one, give one. So every time someone, we buy something, we give something to someone else. So the staff gets to pick what projects is what we call them, what projects we want to invest in. And so that portion is more worldwide. Like you can build a well in Kenya or you can give socks to folks that are in Turkey that were affected by the, uh, by the earthquake. So we get to decide that and that's far away. So we have like our close and our like global giving Mm -hmm. and then we just deal with local folks here and then they decide on what projects we want to donate to. So that's like before we even cut checks, those are going out. So they and they know that because we were doing that before the store was open. So it's all it's all part of our operations. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. And none of that part probably would have been as. you know, mission focused for you mm-hmm. if you did not grow up the way that you grew up? I don't think so. But I will say there's so many wonderful people we've come across that have this uh, love for people, Yeah. right? And so they're constantly thinking of ways. Uh, I don't know if it helps if you've gone through a lot like what we've gone through, but, you know, I've, I've also run into a lot of really good people out there that just want to do well for people yeah so, but yeah but everybody is Agreed. connected in some sort of way some sort of i know you know and they if have only we s- all story realize that like we're yeah. all so connected mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. for sure yeah and i we've found on the podcast just in very simple ways of yeah. like oh you knew this person yep. and you guys go One, way back yep. eight years and we didn't know you even knew each other yeah. and you have this whole history <laughs> it's just it's wild it's a very very small small world yeah yeah mm-hmm. i agree and we Completely. have so much in common if you strip away oh my all gosh. the stuff even when you get into like certain issues you know it's like yeah. oh most people are just kind of normal people <laughs> they and are. we kind of meet in the middle so and true. it's not as polarizing I as know. everything would have it and you that, know yeah that's one thing i love about it is like people come in there and you see them talk about different topics or different things but at the end of the day they walk out, they leave, they're happy, they're fine, they're, right. they're gone. But yeah. Yeah, I they have coffee. Totally dopamine, agree. dopamine, exactly. dopamine. And that's coffee what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about what makes your coffee, food, all of that different. Now that we've talked uh, about the culture. What makes it different? We probably all use about the same ingredients, but 
you don't know if you walk into our shop you'll see like this huge waffle chandelier it's like a waffle ear right <laughs> oh we're so, gonna need a video okay victoria send that to me we'll send you a video but it's a waffle ear it's the first thing you see and most people they come in and they have to visit like one or two times and they're like is that a waffle hanging from the ceiling <laughs> and it is but I almost it's us <laughs> but 90 percent of everything we make is made in like waffle irons right like our burritos our quesadillas our waffles our omelets there's even one called a omelet it mm. looks like a waffle but mm -hmm. it's an omelet and so that's unique about how we do it and so you're still using the same healthy ingredients it, it's it, it's made faster because you're using a waffle iron as opposed to using a microwave like we just don't have those we have a turbo chef and that's about it so all of them will come out on from a waffle machine so that's pretty cool yeah people don't know they look at there's like is this the omelet like that and <laughs> then like, they'll try it like it tastes like an omelet yeah. but it looks like a waffle <laughs> i know i'm yeah. thinking i might try that at home this weekend <laughs> yeah. if I can cook it, it is <laughs> you can you can do a lot and you don't have to burn it you don't have to overcook it it mm. gives it just the right amount of time yeah and it cooks the top and bottom and the bottom mm -hmm. you just flip same time yep and if you need a second <gasps> turn just flip it again my life has changed that's it <laughs> <laughs> Like That's totally it. changed. I yeah. But yeah, yeah, we still use the same ingredients, the same stuff most restaurants we use, but 90% of it's done on a waffle machine. So is it counter service? Do they come to the counter and yep. then... You come to the counter, you order what you want, you get a number, and then we'll bring it out to you. Okay. And I know people are like struggling because once they're done eating, even, even if they're on the patio, they're like... What do I do with the dishes? Like someone will come and get it. Just go. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. But that's how it is. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking to like instill something where it's like a call for a waiter. We have like a, an app where you just scan it if you need help and you don't want to walk in or you're talking to your friend and you don't want to break your concentration or you're with your dog. You just scan it and call for them and they'll come out so we're working that now to put it into the they have everything piece. these days yeah yep they do like <laughs> uh, you know because normally do. it's like um in most ding, places yeah 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 so awful <laughs> yeah. raising your hand raising, waving them yeah. down i see yeah. many um of the older generation around Moore County doing some hand, like, Oh yeah. The hand waving, you know and I'm like? Stop doing that. I don't really like that. <laughs> yeah. I just try to make like eye contact, you yeah, know, like, yeah. you know, a little smile. <laughs> a cute smile. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But now Wait. there's an app for that. Of mm -hmm. course there is. So that would there then is. like alert you in the kitchen. It'll or alert us in the back and someone will run out to the table. Wow. Yep. And that's it. All the things. Makes it easy. Yeah. Yep. So yep. what kind of, events and things like you said people come in and they talk and yeah. is that just a natural thing that happens i'm sure in a coffee shop of course yeah but are you curating any type of events or anything like that we haven't yet um so we're open from 6 30 to 6 p.m and it's we want to yeah i know it, it is but we we, we want to do certain things and the space is available once they're done cleaning the space is available in the evening and so we've been talking about what are some things we can use this space for as is dead in the evening, right? And so we're thinking like if someone wants to have like a birthday dinner, it's a really cute space. So if they want to have a birthday dinner there, we'll just make sure they have a barista and we have like a chef or a cook in the back and then we can service them. It'll be like close for a private event. So we're thinking about doing that. And then we thought about first come, first serve. If you want to use it, just go in and register and then we'll work in the logistics piece. But We've also thought about game nights. Uh, those are always oh, fun. Yeah, yeah like mm -hmm. game nights. 
Uh, we know some businesses around already do trivia, so we're going to allow them to do it. I want to take time off with my folks and go do trivia somewhere right. else. <laughs> and so we're going to allow them to do it. And then we have some really good chefs there, right? And so they've been talking about doing like cooking lessons in the evening for like friends and, fr you know, couples like simple cooking. Like what can you use on a waffle machine? Like there's when we so got much married, you can do. I love that. Yeah. First, I didn't right? know about the waffle machine, but yeah. when we got married, I'm like, I don't even know how to make like macaroni there and cheese. There you go. Like simple stuff. Like I didn't know anything. Well, you were also yeah. like 12. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably been married forever. She has. She almost was a baby. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Almost yeah. 20 years. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. I feel like that's a podcast for another day. Like what? <laughs> oh 20 my gosh. years. That's what happens. Congratulations. Well, yeah. Like middle school sweethearts. Are you guys really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I didn't know how to cook because yeah. I just grew up with like just me and my mom. So it wasn't like cooking full meals. It's, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, two people and I'm in between dance class and so it's like you wow. just grab something and eat right so i'm like i got married and i was like i don't even know how to cook yeah <laughs> yeah so i would need that and that's class. one yeah, of those so things we're, we're, yeah when you're growing up that like impact you that yeah. seemingly don't make a difference as you're growing up or you're that your parents don't really think about it. it's just like feed the kids you yeah, know yeah yeah oh my god but then when you go out on your own you're like what do i do mm -hmm. where do i start how do i grocery shop so we brought on another staff member this week her name is kathy hill she has like a youtube channel that talks about how to eliminate food waste right and so she's mm -hmm. coming on and like you said it's just small things you can do that's already in your kitchen that you can like turn into food and then we'll obviously the typical coffee classes on how to make be a really good home barista right like we can teach a couple of things in the evening so those are the two things that are like very high on the list and then the third one is the game night yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. so I think between Kathy and Quan, who used to chef for like an NFL player, oh, cool. he's back in the area now. And he's like, I just love you guys. Mission. I just he's just back there, like just hanging out. And it's so easy to make. that He's just like, I love this. This is not hard work. Right. But yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, those two things plus game night. And we have games. We have like our own cornhole. So anytime you come to the shop, like if you want it, just ask them. They'll bring it out. You can play on the patio. And we have a tournament this weekend, so. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> $200 cash prize. Like, that's a big deal. That's <laughs> great. Yeah, so get your teams together. And um, dogs? Yes, dogs are welcome on the patio. Our our baker, Ace, just started making, like, the dog treats. Uh, we, we had I them mean, out there on Sunday. I mean, you've literally thought of yeah, it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ace makes them, and I eat a lot of them because they're so good. Like <laughs> It's so, I mean, it's like so simple. It's like oat, honey, <laughs> flour, water, egg, and like it's like five or six ingredients. And I'm like, oh, that's so much better because like it. when you get those puppuccinos or whatever, it yeah. definitely makes my dog vomit. Yeah. Like. So just get the small oh. treat. Yeah. I tried them at, when it was like in the oven. I was like, oh, these are really good. And I was like, give me another one. She was like, that's your fourth one. We're cutting <laughs> <Stop>. you off. <laughs> They're so good. And so what I started doing when I was like working the drive through if anyone like gets the dog tree, I'll like hand it to them. I was like, can I have a piece? And oh my gosh. That's going to be like the running so joke. They share, they share, they share with me. And I'm like, don't tell them I'm here begging for dog trees in the drive through Oh my gosh. That's great. But you know what? Your the community stopping. like looks yeah. out for us because they probably think they probably don't even know who I am, but they're like, they're crazy. And they like dog treats. I'll share. Like yeah. they love us. We're in. Right? Yeah. Yeah. How yeah, has that good. been? Um, you know, cause we have our own experiences where we're now, in 
the season of our business where we have other people hiring yeah and you walk in and you're like oh you know i've heard about yep. samantha yep. or whatever but i haven't met, met her yet yep. yeah so i'm curious being so new how yeah. it is walking in do you like how does it feel as an do you feel like the owner do you feel like oh my gosh uh I, I know what I'm doing, but maybe I don't know what I'm doing, you know? <laughs> I, I do. Um, so even while they were under construction, when some of them came in, we did like our orientation and we spent maybe four hours of that morning just kind of talking about like who we are, like what we like, what are some of our hobbies, like what we do for fun. And we did that as a group, like all of us, before we even started employee training. It was like the first thing we did. Because then they they meet each other on a different level, mm -hmm. right? It's not just like, oh, I'm going to be working right next to you and I'm going to be doing irons or I'm going to be running tables. So we did that. So for the most part, I know about 85% of them, we've brought some new folks on. And so what I do with Lexi is like, hey, I look at the schedule. And if I see a name that I don't know that's working, as soon as I come in, if they don't need me for anything, then I start. I like talk to them mm -hmm. and try to figure out who they are. So I feel Did they know who you are when they, they know walk who in? I am. And like I, seen listen, I was in, <laughs> I, I actually like got in a car with my son yesterday and I went to go get breakfast. Right. So this was me in the drive through, like literally looking like this, right. With the hat. Oh on. my gosh. This is <laughs> excellent. I'm going to need this. This is me. I was like, yes, I'll have a omelet with no cheese. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they took the order. They were super sweet. And then when I got to pay, when I got to the counter to pay uh they're like i knew that voice sounded so familiar but, and i was like what voice what voice are you talking about and they're like they're like okay that'll be 21 oh my gosh they're like oh and no then, she's still then, in character and then she said do you want the employee disc i was like yes <laughs> yes yes so, yeah, i they, do they knew who i was and they were talking about it because then they started like peeping their head around the corner i was like damn i was trying to be slick with this yeah so. Oh I my gosh, my they probably think going. you're hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like they like their boss. But yeah, yeah, I like them too. <laughs> That's good. That's I good. do. I really do. Yeah, I do. Do you guys sell the coffee beans and ground coffee by the bag and all we of do. that? We do. We sell it by the bag. We've got the smaller 12 ounce and then we've got like the five pound bags. And then if you buy, we'll grind it for you if you don't have like a good grinder at home because it makes a difference. Mm -hmm. And then we'll grind it for you and take it. And then we have our cost coffee also. Like for first responders, they have their the teachers blend. So we've got quite a few oh. other cost coffee that automatically, if you buy a certain percentage of it, goes from corporate to these organizations. And so even at the corporate level, we're still giving like every time you you like buy something. If That's people incredible. aren't local, can yeah. they order? Yep, you can online. order online. Yep, you can order online. We have an app. Um, it's just like the Just Love Coffee app. You can order online if you're not local, if you just want the beans. And then if you want the food, you can also order online. So we haven't opened to like third party like Uber Eats mm -hmm. or Dash yet. Mm -hmm. But we're still taking orders through the app. Yeah, so that's, a, that's probably easy a whole yeah. other layer. It is. Let's and get we're the foundation phasing it down. in. Mm -hmm. Yep, we're taking our time with it. So, but yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I'm curious, what is the the bigger kind of one, three, five year vision? For the business, I would say one, three. So within the first year, I want to make sure like we are completely nested with the community and that our system and processes are proven and we're a lot more efficient because we 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 can do 30. It's it's a pretty decent space. Plus, by the time you throw in online orders, drive through patio events, 
you need a lot of people. How big is the space? Uh, it's almost 2,000 square feet. Okay. So it's not grand. Sure. Uh, but it's, but it's, not it's a big enough. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's big enough to keep you busy. And then if you're working patio, it's also busy enough to keep you. So I want to spend a good amount of time the next six months to a year, like fine tuning our processes, finding ways that we can be more efficient. And then the staff that we have on, um, they're doing enough work to where they deserve a lot what's coming, right? It's like, how do we do that to make sure we're taking care of them? Their pay is pretty good. The community has been good with tips. And so they're getting way more than we projected they would be getting. It's always um, nice. Yeah, so it's, it's <laughs> nice for the family. So now we're yeah. getting all these applications and they're like, nope, we're good here. I was actually about to yeah, ask oh, that. Yeah, oh, we're getting applications all the time. Like people good. would come in and they would see the shop and then they would leave. And we, re- we try to remember you if you tell me what your name is and then we'll see like an application will pop up with your name. Uh-huh. So, And that will continue so, to happen as you build roots in the community yeah. and your brand and who you guys are. Yeah. And if you do that the right way, which it, you are already, yeah. you will have Some more than best. enough applications yep. to where it's never a scarcity yep. type of yep. thing. And that's what we're <laughs> hoping for. Like right now, everyone's on home base. They publish their availability. And then we, because we want you to be working when you want to be working, right? Mm-hmm. Like there, there's some it's people, ideal. they can only come in from nine to about two, right? Because they want to be able to drop their kids off. And then they want to come in and they're super productive till two. And then they check out, they clock out at two and they go home, pick up their kids from school and they're gone, right? Like asking them to work to 2.30 puts them in a bind. So they publish their availability. Out of 30 people, we can fill the shifts. So right now that's what we're doing. So next six months to a year is fine tuning that to make sure like we're dialed in to what we're, I'm using like a grinder term right now for, <laughs> for coffee. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is bad. But yeah, like we're, we're dialed in and then we're looking to, we're, we will expand. So in the next five years is to have at least three locations. Wow. So we're doing, we're going Where? to start. I know, I know this <laughs> just love Southern Pines. Oh, I'm kidding. Uh, but no, put it out. Th- they, I'm, they I'm putting it out so there. have so many wonderful places <laughs> out here. Like, I think Southern Pines is like really good. You guys have everything out here. But no, we're still doing market analysis on where would be some of the best places to go. We have no idea. I think we struck gold with Fayetteville and mm-hmm. Freedom Town Center. But I think we were coming in after COVID and some businesses just weren't thinking about opening. Mm-hmm. And so we just came in during the time that they needed people to commit even when they weren't under construction. And we did. So, yeah. so yeah. We're finding that a lot. That's a yeah. common thread on our podcast yeah. is they people that took advantage, not took advantage, but oh, yeah. found the opportunities. Opportunities. Yeah. The opportunity during yeah. COVID mm-hmm. where yeah. others, you know, let it get them down. It's yeah. a big ask too. And it's mm-hmm. just like, you know, the world was normal yesterday. Today is shut down. Who's to say what tomorrow will look like? I know, right? right? And so, you know, it's a big ask to ask someone to commit to something if you're unsure of what that future would look like. But because we're so futuristic, we're like, it's going to be great. Yeah. So. There, yeah, there was a coffee shop next to my Cameron location. that, yeah. And then yeah. they closed the inside. I don't know that they ended up ever opening really? the inside yeah. after COVID. Yeah. And they just recently shut down. But I I mean, yeah. they were trying to sustain it from the drive through. And I'd hear stories like we can't find anybody to work or yeah. whatever. We don't have that problem. Right. Just it's like, because of the culture. It's a culture um, thing. Okay. Yeah. It must be because, I mean, we Lexi's constantly and then people would come in 
and just leave their cards or like say, hey, my daughter wants to work here. And so we're working it like and, you know, they always show up on time on ship. There's a couple mm-hmm. of them that will show up like 15, 20 minutes prior. And I'm like, are you working today? It's like, yeah, I'm going to clock in a few minutes. I'm just enjoying my coffee here. So it's yeah. like they they come in early. Um, so we, we don't have that problem yet. But you're right. It's probably it is what they, it's have, a culture what they have going on there. So that's yeah. good. That's yeah, because good. even as a customer, I'd walk into that shop and I have a celiac. So I can't buy food a lot of places yep. you know and i don't know if you guys can accommodate that or if you yep. have a special waffle iron. we have a special waffle iron that is what? gluten-free and let me tell you Just we were we were cleaning pints. we were cleaning the <laughs> other evening and i saw like this brand new like machine that looks like it's been touched three times and i'm like what's wrong with this guy why was no one showing him left it was like that's the gluten-free machine like no one's supposed to touch it you can't put anything on there it is strictly for Okay, oh, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. it's it for is. me. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So we would take our own food or whatever, even if it was like a kind bar. Or I think yeah. once I took in like an oatmeal that yeah. I had made, but I was going in to buy coffee. Yeah, and, you can do that totally. And we um, would sit and you know, homeschool is actually not at home typically. Yeah. No, you know, we no, coffee we get shop that school. Too. We get that right. Yeah. So we'd go in, and they're like, "You can't bring that food in." And I'm no. like, "I'm like, well, I'm gluten free." Yep. And they're no, like, "We care, Sorry. but." Oh, that's <laughs> no. hard. We no, see it like, all the time. Okay. Like in the evenings when we're shutting down, it's like 6 p.m., 6.30. Someone will go to Poke Bowl. They'll get a nice juicy bowl. And I'm like, are you going to share? You're just going to eat in front of us. <laughs> but they would like sit on the patio and eat because it's nice out there. Like it's a space. Yeah. Right. So right. It's okay. And it's just Pick a weird, battles. it's a different mentality too, yeah. because they're turning me away because of my food. Yeah. Well, now I'm not going to buy coffee here. Yeah, so no, you actually just lost money. Some things complement each other. So. Right. Right. Yeah. We but, used to call that place the office because that's where we started the school. Plans. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That coffee shop. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of memories in there, <laughs> but you talk about dark coffee shops yep. and that immediately was like, bing, <gasps> Black totally. curtains. Yeah. yeah. It's like that is not the uh, that's not the vibe. Some that people I like want. that vibe. Yeah. Where it's a little moody. Yeah, it's very moody. Uh-huh. The music is different. We yeah. play we play like top forty at our store. Yeah. Like, it's a little bit every you're so often. Bordering I'm like, manic. That's plain right now. <laughs> <laughs> you should add in the hype. You know, you know when you go to like Texas Roadhouse and yeah. there's like one song with line dance <laughs> oh, where they all dance? You should add that oh. in. That would be fun. And have your staff all come we out. We have to and get check it out. I love love that but yeah we do top 40 <laughs> and it's not a typical coffee shop music yeah but some folks it. who are there that are already working they have their headphones on anyways mm-hmm. or it's fine it just we've we haven't had any complaints yet, i so. like that isn't yeah. that fun i like i do idea. yeah i do if it happens we're gonna come and call you're gonna you to have your theme song <laughs> you could even have your own special dance Ooh. and we yeah i know people that can make that happen do you <laughs> I own a dance we studio. need to connect <laughs> i feel another collaboration coming it. on it yes, yeah so i great. love that yes yeah. we'll do definitely that that is actually really good because we have fun yeah we have fun yeah it adds it adds a lot of fun too i love that and when you have people on staff who like to have fun you get to create that they do and you don't have to fall into some cookie cutter mold you get to do what you want to do to create the culture you want to create exactly Mm -hmm. i think it's a lot of fun the number one most important thing yeah in running a business is creating a thriving company culture you should and you know what they're spending so much of their daylight hours there Mm -hmm. right and it's just like how do you make this human being more 
productive or happier. They're spending a good amount of time there, mm -hmm. right? And if all they're going to do is just clock in and keep their head down, how long do you think they're going to do that? And how long do you think they're going to stay with you? Yep. Right. And so, so we're, we're trying and they're full of ideas. Like even our talk wall, we have this wall. It's like, what's one thing you're grateful for today? Right. That, that was their idea. It was a plain wall. There was like nothing going on. And someone was like, how about you turn this into like a chalk wall? It's like, no one's going to write on this. Like these are adults. These are working people, right? <laughs> and I saw like a Pikachu the first day. It was like all this drawing on the wall. I was like, oh my gosh. Like it's such a simple thing because yeah. that wall was going to get dirty anyways. People walking by machines. But yeah, so they're they're constantly thinking of ways to just have fun and thrive. And they're doing well. So I'm not surprised either. What's really great so. about being an owner and being open-minded yeah. like you are is when you bring the right people on, they are creating these ideas and these solutions. Yep. And when you are open-minded as an owner and yeah. you say, yeah, let's try that. Yeah. Let's yeah. do that and see oh how it gosh. goes. Yeah. Not only does it empower them, but you don't feel the weight of the world on your shoulders you because you know that there are capable you and don't. just amazing people to come yeah. up with these ideas and these solutions. You don't have to do everything. I It's so true. So I was sitting at the bar like looking for a bookshelf, right? Because we were going to do like books in there. We the had bar a at the of... coffee shop or like the bar at the barista station. Okay. That's what I pictured. She was like, ooh, you were Who at the knows? bar? No. I mean, just uh, I mean, sipping my martini. <laughs> yeah. We, we do have mimosa, but no, okay. I'm sitting at the bar at the coffee shop. And uh, I just, I'm like looking and I'm looking and one of the staff members came up and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, I am struggling to pick like a bookshelf and, and they're so expensive. Like if mm -hmm. you want one that's like really mm -hmm. big, right? Like grand, they're so big and they're so expensive. And he was like, why can't we just make our own? And I was like, what do you mean? Make Don't you love own? when people just yeah. say things just like, and I was it's like, so it's not that duh. easy. Like I'm cracking my head on uh -huh. this. And he was like, well, there's all these planks and there's all these piping that's left over from construction like we could literally build our own. And sure enough, we like went next door to like the open space. They painted it. If you walk in like into the store on the right hand side, that's where we like store our coffee now because we had to find a better place to like stage the coffee. That thing was like built by them. Like we just put it all together <laughs> and it's so tall. Like you can fit all the coffee on there. And it was that easy. It was just like, yeah. why would you even spend money building one? You can just make your own. You have all this trash here that can turn into like that's, a bookshelf. <laughs> that's right. our but motto yeah. at our theater. Yeah. We make magic out of trash. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're so right. As the owner, it's like trying to take on all of the burden of like creativity, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. It's like you are trusting them with your vision. You're trusting the staff with your vision. There's probably a lot more skills in there than we know about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's like allowing yourself to think that someone else knows how to build a bookshelf uh -huh. and that you don't have to do it. And that's what we get. Right. There's so many skills. They're so talented. And if only we just give them the floor to like voice what they think or what their opinion is, it becomes better. So yeah, yeah but you're so right. And you right. create that so right. though. When you yeah. start to say, you know, when somebody speaks up and has the courage to say, yep. hey, I'd really like to do X. And yeah. you say, cool, that's yeah. great. Let me know let's your plan yeah. and let's try it. Yep. Yeah. Then they, 
they, they everybody sees, yeah. oh, she's open to these ideas and it yeah. creates this gap that says, okay, we can flow these ideas yeah. to her and see what happens. Absolutely. So nobody's scared to do it, you know, and had that not been the case from the yeah. very beginning, I'm sure that guy wouldn't have walked by and even said, what are you doing? What do you, you know, it would have been like, oh, the owner is just doing her thing. Yeah. You know, you know what? You're right. But yeah. to create that space and then he feels comfortable being like, we'll just build one. Yeah. And some of them, that was like their first time painting ever. Like to <laughs> get a roller to brush, a to get a roller brush. And they were out there like they were teaching them how to do it, how to paint, how to flip it when it dries, how to drill the hole to be able to put the piping through. Like so they I learned, learned all the other skills. They learned. And, yeah. then, and then it was it ended up becoming like a team building thing, right? Mm -hmm. Because they had to literal. let things dry and then they were, <laughs> yeah, yeah literally. literally. And then building. they were just, so every time they walk in there, they're like, I built that, that uh -huh. right there. That's so what great. I was going to say. It makes yeah. them feel valued. And then anytime yeah. they hear a compliment, oh, that they shelf do. is cool. They're like, oh yeah, we I did built that. that. Right. <laughs> yeah. It just gives them some ownership so, over the they, space. Yeah. They got to know each other. They were talking about hobbies and where do you live and someone was like where do you get your haircut mm -hmm. and then it was like my mom takes me and it was like well can i just go there like just tell yeah. them my mom sent you <laughs> yeah <laughs> so it was, it was good it's good but you're so right it's it's a it's building this environment that allows them to stop when they see you in something and say hey what are you doing mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. look like why do you want to buy something for 1200 bucks when we can there's trash out there we can turn it into something so yeah yep. but that so doesn't right. just happen and then that money we use it to buy like a display case for ace who's a baker and so the money went somewhere else right. it just wasn't spent on something so yeah but you're right it's but how do i my challenge now will be how do i keep that up right yeah as we become more busy as we get it get more inundated with things yeah. do you, i still allow that and that's what i don't i'm afraid to lose right are you so. allowed to come up with your own recipes and things where that you, can kind of yeah you you continue? can have you can add local favorites and you'll see two one is like the quinoa bowl um and like the hummus plate because like not everyone's gonna want to eat a waffle I'm right? you may want to do right you may want to <laughs> do something light right or like an avocado toast so they allow you to do that they'll test it out um, as long as it's not something that is so different that you have to get a completely different supplier sure. to do it. But most of the time you would, can use the same. I would say that's how you could continue it. Like yeah. their favorite food. It's like t this month is Kristen's month and <laughs> we have her oh. whatever and her favorite coffee is this. Mm -hmm. So the oh, special the of pairing. the month yeah. is this food and you know and then it makes them feel like oh i get to pick and then I... everybody else is going to be like okay i gotta figure out what <laughs> <laughs> yeah what i love thing that is. it's so crazy you say that because kayla um one of the baristas came up with this like strawberry uh cream frappe and i came in and it was like oh my gosh kayla just made the best strawberry frappe i was like where is mine? They was like, oh, she can make you another. And she made it. And it was so good. Mm -hmm. And I was like, we need to put this on a menu. If it literally tastes like dipped strawberries. Mm. And I was like, well, how'd you come up with that? She was like, well, I like what that tastes like, but I would love it in a frappe. So I just tested it out. Right, because I'm creative. They liked it. Mm -hmm. Exactly. She was like, they liked it. So I think one of the other barista like made a drink and it was something someone else wanted. They wanted like extra things in it. And she was gonna hand it to the person in the drive-thru and she looked nervous like what are you so nervous about she was like 
I just handed them the drink that's something they asked for. I don't know if they like it. So I opened the window and I was like, how is it? And the guy was like, it's really good. And I was like, he said it's good. <laughs> and she was, she turned completely red. And she was like, this is really good. I'm going to come back for it again. And she was like, oh, I'm so glad. I wasn't sure if he yeah. was going to like, I was like, that it's creative okay. little outlet. Yeah. 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 yeah I think yeah. It, it really takes intention it does. as a business owner. Right. And, you know, as you are not going to physically be there all of the time. Right. You know, it's how do you still connect with them right. on that human to human level? Yeah. And it may be those, you know, Zoom chats that are like 10 minute check-ins. Yep, we do. Where you're like, hey, what are what's going really well? What's yeah. challenging for you right now? Yeah. What do you wish could be implemented? And you can't please all the people all you the time. Can. Sometimes you, we, you're going to be like, know that. Yeah. we would love to do that. Can't do that. Yeah. Um, but it gives them that pathway to the owner directly yeah. to say here. And you get to say, I hear you. And you mean something to me. And you are valuable here. 10 minutes of your time. You know, you're going to be like my business consultant. Now. Like, <laughs> I love this. I, Cause you know, like, I was doing all this, yes, yeah. all these ideas. Like I was doing it with them when I was in Turkey. Yeah. Only because I was far and I wanted to stay connected. But now that I'm back. Yeah. I thought I don't have to do that again, but it sounds to me like I, just stay connected one-on-one yes. -on -one, and they love those check-ins, yes. right? Mm -hmm. Like even if it's one person a day, there's 30 of them, mm -hmm. that's like a month. It yep. takes you a while and you just rotate it through. And yep. so, yeah, thank you. We also do <laughs> um, at the school, I do what I call the Friday fill-in mm -hmm. because I like alliteration. Yeah. And <laughs> we call it Friday celebration. It's not quite <laughs> as alliterate. Um <laughs> But it's just a quick video that I do that recaps the week of kind of what's going on in the office, what yeah. we've been focused on, anything that's coming, any big event, um, any sort of transitions, you know, for you to be like, this person's now working the morning shift, oh welcome them, or we just hired this person, here's these really great things about them. Yeah. Um, it feels you know, like you're just keeping them in the loop. So it doesn't feel so disconnected of hey, yeah. we're up here running the show. Yep. You know, you're and like, you're just down here's there. what's yeah, kind of yeah, yeah. going right. on, you know, and we're all in this together. And then we do our gratitude after that. So That's every awesome. Friday we end our, our day in Slack, just like yeah. you guys have your channel, yep. Yep. um, with one thing you're grateful for, for the week. And that just kind of wraps up our week and yeah. Brings I, us all together. It just changes your perspective if you have to think about that one thing you're grateful yep. for. Even if those are a million bad things. Yeah. And the challenge right. too is for it to get more specific. Yep. Like we I base things on a school year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> how my brain Rightfully works. So. But um you know, in the beginning, it could if you're new to a gratitude practice, it's yeah. like, I'm so grateful I have a roof over my head. Yeah. And yes, absolutely, yes. me too. Yeah. But it gets to the point where you're like, oh my gosh, the dew on the grass this morning yeah. is so beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the sunrise and the little birdie that sits on my um, my mailbox. I'm like, what is oh that thing? Oh my gosh, you, you start know, observing. All the little mm -hmm. things yeah. and what you focus on, you get more of, yeah. right? And so, it's there. Right. All you just have to start looking and paying attention. And it starts That's with awesome. us as business owners. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. how often do we I mean, you can't have all the fluff without the accountability. You can't. But if you put in the fluff, I yeah. I call it like fill Moderation. the piggy bank yep. before you call upon any of those funds. Because <laughs> um, you're gonna have to mm -hmm. as a business owner. You can't have you can't keep filling those piggy banks and appreciate and gratitude without yeah. holding them accountable to the standards. And you're gonna have to do that at some point, but you yeah. have to fill the the piggy bank before you can take a deposit. Yeah. It's so so true. when you start to do those things, though, it trickles in and they know that you value them. Right. You know, so when right. you're asking of them something a little bit more, yep. 
it's so easy because coming from a place exactly yeah. yeah and they know your intentions yes yeah mm-hmm. it's so big and i think sometimes we underestimate the ability for another person to read our intentions mm-hmm. because it's unspoken you just think it doesn't come through but it does yeah like human to human it, it comes through so yeah you're so right yeah, those so personal right. connections are so yeah. important, like for me, because Enneagram One, mm-hmm. I'm very blunt and straight yeah. to the point. So I'll send a text. I won't be like, I hope your day is going well. <laughs> Zero fluff. And yeah. the sun is shining brightly for you. <laughs> I'm just like, hey, did you send me that email I asked you to send? Because I'm like, I just need just get to it. I just Let's need this little it. fact. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, your text when I talk to you, you seem like a different person (laughs) than your text messages. And I'm like, okay, read my text message in the voice. I talk to you. And then we're fine. (laughs) And then we're fine. But it's that if I didn't make the personal connection with new hires, especially now that, you know, we have other people hiring out, which I'm jealous. You've got that now. It took me six years. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a big thing to get to like letting somebody else hire. Um, But that's what I'm, that's what I'm currently working on is yeah. like how to still make Trusting those personal someone. connections yeah. at an alternate location that I don't go to yep. frequently mm-hmm. and being able to get their trust so that when I send them the blunt text yep. of, they know, yeah, they yeah. know that I'm not like, Oh crap, Sarah's getting on me. For <laughs> it's no, I'm just asking if you can yeah. send it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's, true. it's really, it's really a balance for yeah. all of it, but yeah, you can only have so many bookshelves. So that's a fun idea to do yeah. like the employee of the week drink and food mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. I that's like fun. that. Good. Creativity. I, I like that idea. And you know what? They're all so unique. I think, I mean, we do like our teammate Tuesdays where we like introduce a team member and we still have a few more to go, but I like something that they've thought about that comes to fruition, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. the expression on Kayla's face when everyone was like crazy for her strawberry chocolate frappe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I loved it. I I went in this morning to grab coffee and she was there. I was like, you're going to hook me up later. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's just like, like how notice. does it go from just us in the back trying things to it coming out and it's something that they own. So it's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Well, tell us your website, all your Instagram handles, all yeah. of those things. Ours is really easy. Um, it's just justlovecoffee.com slash Fayetteville. That's for the website. And then for Facebook, Instagram, and Thread, I'm still getting used to that. It's all just at and then just love Fayetteville. That's it. Yeah. But some people have a hard time spelling Fayetteville, so it's hard. <laughs> We're linking all of it. We'll tag <laughs> so you. Yeah, link just, all just of love, it. Just just love Fayetteville because we really do, and we've kind of contextualize it for our community. Yeah. And so we literally just love Fayetteville. Like I love Fayetteville. I love Southern Pines too. <laughs> okay, well, I'm, I already we put it out tell there. Them I'm out of Just sector. love Southern Pines. <laughs> putting it out it, into the but universe. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah. no, yeah. Thank you, thank you guys for having me here. You guys uh, took me to a place I literally thought we were going to talk coffee. Well, and, we did. Uh, we talk all things. You know, it's uh, just we want it to be in a fluid conversation that yeah. just goes wherever it goes. I right. know. It, it kind of felt like it. 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's almost swoop. <laughs> yeah. Where did the time go? That's what happens in this portal. <laughs> yes. You enter and hours go by. Exactly. And, you come out. and then you'll feel like, oh, I blacked wow. out. I don't even know what I said. I don't know. No, I literally don't know what I said, but I feel like I'm going to leave here feeling good because I have not talked about like my childhood in a long time. No, yeah. well, it's what I makes don't. you you. Yeah. So I thank don't. you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I this appreciate was it. a really fun time. Yeah, this was good. Yeah. It was good. The mimosas are really good. Oh, good. so is the coffee. We must, yeah, we must keep. Yes. Well, thank and you so much. Yeah. We are so excited to you, ladies, have you open me. in the community and to share that mission because that's something that's really near and dear to Sarah and I's heart. So yeah. we're really excited to see what happens and, you know, for you to go to the Pentagon and just be. Just work as a strategist. Geez, that's it. Badass. <laughs> it's yeah. going to be busy. Incredible. It's going to be busy, but it's another amazing team on that end as well. So yeah. I'm coming in and I'll just fit in where uh, I can help. Well, so. congratulations. Thank you. Yes. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yes. Bye. 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 <laughs>